So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, this episode's gonna be again about When Things Fall Apart by Pema Jodron or Koldron. There's actually a way to write it without kind of the U, as it is called in Trojan. I don't actually know what it is called in English since it is not an English letter, isn't it? Well, anyway, uh, we might even be able to finish up today. Um, I kind of doubt it a little bit since it is quite, uh, yeah, quite a bunch to go through. But, you know, we're gonna see. You know, we're gonna see and we're gonna have a look at it. But there's gonna be more after the intro. As always. As always and as every single day. Yeah. I'm with the being said. Hello, welcome back to the next episode of the self development with Tactics podcast. And I am really uh, looking forward to recording this episode. I really am looking forward to recording this, talking about this. But yeah. Um, let's actually ha head right into this kind of section. Um, there's a few things, that are actually three things uh, that I'm willing to talk about. The first one is if, um, well, I do just want to tell you, please check out the description. There is a lot of important shit there. And there's a lot of important things there. So please check out the description because there's a lot of ways to gain more of this episode than just uh, listening to it or watching it, you know? But yeah, so please check out the description. I kind of do not always want to just talk about the same shit. Like, yeah, please look up the description and everything should be there and everything should also be like kind of self-explanatory. I at least hope. I know this is what I'm hoping for. But yeah, so as you can already see on the left side of the screen, which is amazing that it is already there, but I still wonder why I'm having like this kind of bar right here, which is like not normally there kind of. But yeah, anyway, I hope it is not such a big deal. I'm gonna go ahead. A Zen teacher who runs a project for the homeless said he doesn't really do this work to help others. He does it because he feels that moving into the areas of society that he had rejected is the same as working with the parts of himself that he had rejected. And I think it is actually a pretty good way. And there's probably a lot of things that we are rejecting or we are rejecting to work with uh, in terms of ourselves, which is something that's um, quite of a sad thing, kinda, because um, we are amazing. Human beings are amazing and life is amazing. There's a barrier or barrier called blame that keeps us from communicating genuinely with others and we fortify it with our concepts of who's right and who's wrong. It's also a really important one. You know, blaming other people is not gonna get you anywhere. Quite. You know, never ever. Because um, if you're just, which is something that I've been talking about before and, and quite often before, like if you're blaming somebody for something, then you're basically putting yourself into the position of uh, you haven't done anything wrong. And so therefore there's no need to change and there's no need that you have to do something about it, which is not such a good of such a good way to think about it, at least in my point of view, because, um, yeah, because we, we, we should change and we should progress and we should evolve and we should just get better and better and better human beings and or better at whatever it is going to be about. But if you're blaming somebody else, if we are blaming other people, we are just putting ourselves in a situation into the position of, okay, I have not done anything wrong, you know, I'm right, it is about the other person, because he or she is the one to be blamed. But in fact, if we are just blaming ourselves, it is like a good way to just put ourselves into the spot of being able to change something, you know, quite always. I'm, 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 even though I'm, I'm not really saying that you should be, be blaming yourself for everything, which is, at least in my point of view, also not kind of the quote-unquote right thing to do, since it's it's like also kind of nonsensical. Like, why should you be really blaming yourself for everything? 
You know, some things are honestly, um, yeah, because of other people. And or like like things like the, the weather or something like that, it is just also kind of a pity and or kind of a fucked up thing if you're, first of all, complaining about it. And second of all, also uh, kind of just trying to blame, to blame anyone or, or just someone or, or whatever. You know what I'm referring to. Blaming others is a very common, ancient, well-perfected device for trying to feel better. Blaming is a way to protect our hearts, yeah. Because if we are blaming other people, we, again say like, yeah, you know, I haven't done anything wrong and therefore there's like also no kind of attack to my, uh, to me being proud of whatever I've done, to me just, I don't know, like me, you know, there's no attack against me, there's no way that I can feel bad because I'm not the one to be blamed, it is the other person, it is just the other group, it is whomever. Could our minds and our hearts be big enough to just hang out in a space where we are not entirely certain about who's right and who's wrong? Yeah, it is a fucked up thing. Like, we are always trying to find the one that is right or wrong. Even though, like, it, it doesn't often just matter. Like, it is what it is. Like, sometimes we are wrong, sometimes we are right. Uh, it doesn't really matter. I mean, just in the end, you're growing. In the end, you're just developing. In the end, you're evolving. And this is kind of a of a thing that counts, you know? I, at least I don't want to evolve. I don't want to stay the same. And this is actually also something that bothers me quite a lot. And when um, people are giving you some some... So some birthday wishes and they are like, well, I hope you're going to stay the same. I hope you're going to stay, not the same, but they say like, I hope you're going to stay this this cool person you are and, and whatnot. Um, but I think like, well, um, I do not want to stay the same, you know, in, at least in terms of the bad things that I'm having, because obviously and, and honestly, there's a lot of things that I should be working on. You know, I really, really should be working on a lot of things. Um, especially when it comes up to relationship things. This is all one of the, one of the reasons why I'm probably going to go through some things on relationship in the other episode that I'm re- going to record then. Because I do just really have to to be better in, in that space, I feel. You know, I, I I am not really the best person in that, unfortunately. But yeah, anyway, yes, don't blame. Don't try to just make anything wrong or anything right. At least, you know, sometimes I think it is a difficult thing because I guess it is just something that we just want to do by nature to either being right or wrong. Maybe it is just because we do want to know the reality. We do want to know what it is going on and all those things. Maybe it's just coming from such a place, not really from, okay, I just want to be right because I want to be right. But I think there might be just something underlying that, that might be kind of a huge thing for, for human beings. It is more daring and real to not shut anyone out of your hearts. It's more daring and real to not. Like, actually, this is also something that I'm often thinking about. Like, uh, I mean, if you're divorcing and whatnot, if you're just breaking up with somebody, it doesn't really mean that you have to hate this person. You know, it could also come from a place of just actually love. If you love a person so much that you're saying like, well, I'm actually not the best person for you. I think at least. I think you quote unquote deserve. I just do not want to like that word, but I, you know, wasn't able to come up with another one. But uh, you do not quote-unquote reserve or deserve um, somebody like me because I'm a bad person, because I'm whatever. Like First of all, it is kind of a negative thing to say. But still, on the other hand, it is just really showing love. It is really showing that you're caring about the other person and that you're just putting yourself just on second place, basically. You know, the first place is the person that you're caring about and the second place is you. And I think it is a it is an amazing statement if you're saying something like that, I'd say. Uh, even though, like, I think there is a lot of things that we can work out in terms of, like, okay, we can work on things and, and then everything is going to be fine. So 
So yeah, you know, uh, we can work on things and we can make things work in the end as well. Um, yes, even though like some things won't just work, I guess. And then being like, well, I understand that and I might be also sorry for that, that it is not working as maybe you and, and also the other person both want it to work, but it is what it is and it is better to just move on and then just do whatever. Be mindful not only of what feels comfortable, but also of what pain feels like. Yes, because pain is important, because pain shows us shows us some things. Aspire to stay awake and open to what we are feeling. And always seeing and always just engaging with it. Like, just ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? Is it anger? Is it sadness? Is it something else? Like, I don't know, like there's a lot of things that, that, that we are feeling. And sometimes feelings are kind of feeling the same as another feeling, which is kind of fucked up and sometimes we just don't know what we're feeling but in the end it is um, important to understand yourself so that you are able to, to actually make yourself happy because if you know okay I'm sad right now because of this and that you can change it up if you don't know well uh, changing it up is going to be a little bit of a hard thing to do it's not going to be that of an easy thing we think that by protecting ourselves from suffering we are being kind to ourselves well the truth is we only become more fearful, more hardened and more aligned or alienated. We experience ourselves as being separate from the whole. This separateness becomes like a prison for us, a prison that restricts us to our personal hopes and fears and to caring only for the people nearest to us. I mean, I actually have to say like uh, suffering is nothing. Well, maybe I do not like the word suffering. You know, I think negative feelings and, and experience and experiencing negative feelings is something that's, that's that's important as well. Because if there's only good things, well, it isn't just, well, it's not possible. I mean, like, you, you can as well, as I'm thinking about it, you can as well just only feel positive and good things. Because not everything is going to be uh, a 10 out of 10. You know, there's going to be some things that are going to be a 2 out of 10 or a 1 out of 10. But they're still good. Because you're considering them as a good thing. So... It is then in the end not about something negative, but it is something positive. You know, some things are more positive or super positive and some things are just not as positive as some other things. But but I think it is just a way to, to think about these things, like um, just thinking about pain versus kind of pleasure or whatnot, but just only thinking about pleasure, but something is just more pleasurable and something is just way more pleasurable and just less and whatnot. So I don't know. I think it is it would be... But I also understand that. I think it would be a, also a kind of a, I don't want to say better way, you know, but another way to think about it. Two kinds of selfish people, the unwise and the wise. Unwise selfish people think only of themselves and the result is confusion and pain. Wise selfish people know that the best thing they can do for themselves is to be, to be there for others. As a result, they experience joy. Yes, because human connections and human people around us do matter also in terms of being happy and being fulfilled. The poet Yalaluddin Rumi or whatnot writes of night travelers who search for darkness, uh, who search darkness instead of running from it. A companionship of people willing to know their own fear. And you're gonna probably just then know what your fear is if you're just really trying to, to if you're just actually looking for it or if you're looking for it. Because I've made the experience that when I'm searching for something, then uh, possibilities are quite higher to find it compared to not just trying to find it. Spiritual awakening is frequently described as a journey to the top of a mountain. We live our attachments and our world 
world world lines, worldliness, I think it's worldliness behind, and slowly make our way to the top. At the peak, we have transcended all pain. The only problem with this metaphor is that we leave all the others behind. Our drunken brother, our schizophrenic sister, their suffering continues, unrelieved by our personal escape. Open our hearts and allow ourselves to feel the pain, feel it as something that will soften and purify us and make us far, make us far more loving and kind. I do just like the last ones, make us loving and kind, especially kind, like kindness can get you to just really, can get you quite far, I at least, I at least believe, I mean, um, I believe in that, maybe this is just something that I want to believe, in. maybe this is just something that I'm telling myself, maybe this is just something that I just want to, or that I, that I actually wish for is the truth, I don't know if it in the end, um, because like we can always just tell ourselves like okay if I'm doing this and that then we're suddenly gonna see some things changing because we did this and that but in the end it's like you know some some sort of a uh, I don't know self fulfilling prophecy if you're just telling yourself over and over again that I know drinking alcohol is gonna make you whatever fly then you're probably then gonna experience flying you know you're not in reality flying but you think you're flying or something like that. Um, and we're just something in a completely different place, of course. But, you know, it's just quite interesting how much we can uh, make ourselves believe some things that are not quite the truth or reality. Don't set out to save the world. Set out to wonder how other people are doing and to reflect on how our actions affect other people's hearts. Yes, because they are affected. Other people's hearts are affected really a lot by whatever you're doing, you know? And, and, and I, I, well, I do really have to and want to be a better and especially also kind person. I'd like to be more aware of what my actions actually do to other people because I, I don't know, like it is something that's, that's quite difficult and I actually don't want to talk about it for a bit. Like, um, sometimes I do feel whether, or that's kind of a debate in my head, whether, um, it is actually what I'm doing. And you, you kind of think of it as like, okay, I'm blaming myself or blaming somebody else. But I don't know if it is that of an... Uh, if you kind of just attach or apply that to that so, so easily, I'd say. But the thing is, um, if you are doing something and it's bothering somebody, is it because of the action or is it because of the person? Because, of course, whatever you're doing, what it is, like, for example, you're gardening and you're doing something very specific, you're just planting a tree. Some people might be really happy about that, you know? Your spouse might be really happy about that. But let's just think about your mother. Your mother be like, or could be like, well, I don't like the tree, you know? I just don't like that you did that. I'm feeling hurt right now because it's been like, maybe it's actually been that property or whatnot, like maybe there's some some other just really sneaky thing going on or whatnot. And, um, and or just something that's, kind of more applicable, like, if you're just hugging somebody, some people like it and some people don't like it. Is it then about your action or is it about the other people, you know? And I think that for really caring about other people, which is actually something that they have also been been saying a lot and or talking a lot about in, in this book notes thing or in this book as well, that caring about other people is something that's incredibly important and caring about... Um, what what they would actually like to have, you know, and not only just thinking about yourself and just not only being just such a uh, such a selfish person, I'd say, uh, is quite a good thing because if you know what somebody wants to have and if you know what what triggers 
somebody is having, then you can just, you know, use those triggers and, and uh, probably also have a pretty great relationship with this person because you know what this person wants to have, what what is important to this person, what this person uh, um, would like to have, even though on the very, like, uh, this is now a little bit more about relationships, I see, but, like, it is a little tiny bit more complicated, I at least feel like. I don't know if it is really that complicated since, as, as I've also uh, already been co communicating before, I guess, uh, I'm not, I don't know if I'm just the best boyfriend or, and or husband in the end that you can have. Um, well, yeah, 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 period. <laughs> in the end, period. Give away whatever blocks connecting, give away your dark glasses, our long coats, our hoods and our disguises. Let ourselves be touched and a little tiny bit vulnerable. Because if you're vulnerable, it could just create some things. You know, you could just um, feel better because of it. And you could also actually make better connections by being a tiny little bit more vulnerable. The magic of discipline and not being swayed by moods. Yes, 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 totally, totally. And there's a lot of just mood swings probably. What we discipline is not our badness or our wrongness. What we discipline is any form of potential escape from reality. In other words, discipline allows us to be right here and connect with the richness of the moment. Well, I'm not quite sure about that. You know, it's, it might be like some sort of a metaphor or some sort of a um, metonymy, I guess it's called. I'm not quite sure, though. <laughs> I really am not. But the thing is... Um, I don't know if it's just saying what, what it is saying or if it is like just some other meaning underlying that, but I don't know. Discipline provides the support to slow it down enough and be present enough so that we can live our lives without making a big mess. And they do just, I think it's pretty interesting that they are switching from things and then they're just talking several times about the, about the exact same thing, which in this case is discipline. Which is nothing bad because I like discipline. I think discipline is a is a pretty huge part of of my life actually, and and I do like it. And I do think it is something important. And I do think it is also something to quote unquote consider, and think about, and 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 yeah, deal with and whatnot. But yeah, I think that this is going to be the end of the episode. Well, yeah, I know my my software is again broken, so anyway, I wish you the best health, all happiness, and all success. And I also hope that you're going to remind yourself and you're going to be remembered, which basically means your legacy, which basically means just being a nice person and then being remembered as a nice person. Three questions that I'm having for you are, why are you here? What are you trying to change? And what is bothering you the most? Ask yourself these, these questions. They are important. And I'm hopefully going to see you the next time.